gonna be a little might be a little goofy because uh, I've got a cat outside scratching the door and it's it's trash day Friday morning in LA which oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is fucking terrible so like 6:45 in the morning uh, you, you get woken up to the sound of trash it's great it's a, part, a great part of Los Angeles so um, welcome to the show downward facing spiritual spiral we're just gonna get right into it because um, it's it's the middle of the NBA finals and of course instead of talking about the actual games the media and everybody's talking about uh, Beyonce and Kyle Lowry and have everything that has nothing to do with the actual games, right? Right, yeah, yeah. That's well, my- yeah well, well, game three was so boring the other night because it's like the Warriors B team. <laughs> yes. And you, and you could tell Golden State held Klay Thompson out, so they were, to be honest, I'm not saying they threw the game, they wanted to win, but I think that was a complete throwaway game. I think they look up and go, all right, you know, we, we got two more games, you know, we got at least two more games in this series and we've got three more games to win uh, or four more games to win three. So it, you know, it, it, it is what it is. I yeah. mean, they're rolling, they're rolling, the, they're rolling the dice for sure. I mean, they're, I know they're thinking, Hey, um, even if we're down three, one, we think if we bring Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson back, we can win three in a row and we'll be fine. Yeah, most likely, and I still think the Warriors are going to win the series. Although Toronto's really starting to—I mean, they're they're kicking it into a different gear right now than I ever thought the Raptors would have. And it's kind of funny being in Detroit, where Dwayne Casey's the head coach of the Pistons, Eddie. Oh yeah. And and, and he was in Toronto for so long and kind of built this whole thing, and then they fire him after he was coach of the year. <laughs> right. Now and now his like unknown assistant coach Nick Nurse is all of a sudden the <laughs> second coming of Steve Kerr. So. Yeah, uh, it's it's certainly interesting. I mean, I just the other night I gave that game maybe five minutes of my time. Yeah, uh, because I knew once they said Clay Thompson was out, I was watching the tribe anyway. So yeah, whatever. Well, I, anytime <laughs> anytime the Warriors can can look bad or or lose, I'm gonna watch that game. <laughs> oh, you 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 hate the Warriors? Yeah, I can't stand. Well, you know, I just I don't like uh, Draymond Green. Uh, well, Michi- no, not not many people do. Yeah, well, he certainly loves himself, and um, I I just ever since I used to even like Steve Kerr, but I feel like he's even perpetuating the the this team whines and complains. I think almost as much as the L.A. Clippers and Doc Rivers. I, I've I've never <laughs> I've never seen a group of guys that complain about the refs, and even Brian Windhorst, you know, a couple months ago wrote an article about the the. That's my guy, man. <laughs> I, you know, I, you know, I'm a Windy fan. Uh, me too. I'm trying to get him on the show. He actually wrote an article about the drama between the refs and the players because the games were so boring that they're looking for interesting things to talk about. And he actually is tweeting that the referees are taking like tweets and responses, and they're in their live tweeting during the game I'm thinking right. who the oh, fuck yeah. cares about what the refs are doing but they're well, looking they, <laughs> I mean come it's, on it's it's funny when like at three or four in the afternoon before a night game uh, somebody will, will will put it out on social media that uh, here's your official you know officiating crew for tonight Kenny Maurer Ed Malloy <laughs> these guys have become celebrities yes you know when you and I were kids and we went to the Coliseum to see the Cavs we we would recognize some names when, when Howie Chiswick, the longtime PA announcer and legend um, uh, with, with the Cavs many years ago, would say, and your officials tonight, you know, uh, Jake O'Donnell. And you go, oh, Jake O'Donnell. Or they'd say, um, uh, you know, uh, you know Daryl Garretson. And you're like, oh, you know that name. Yes. But, 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 you know, some of the other guys you wouldn't know. 
You would uh, know Hugh, Hugh Hollins or something you would know. Hugh Evans you would know. But yeah. now every guy, <laughs> yes. you know, it's like, oh, uh, tonight it's a Scott Foster night. So Scott Foster's <laughs> always the guy that gives the road team that's down a game yes. the benefit of the doubt. Like every guy's got like a niche. It's and so stupid. It is stupid. It is stupid. <laughs> well, but again, it's, I think it's, it's this media thing. It's just trying to get stories because – People aren't interested in the actual meat and potatoes of the game or the actual content. The media and, and even ESPN, for this matter, they are doing anything they can to get sort of any drama going on because the ratings are down. People are watching the NBA less than they ever have. Of course, they blame it on LeBron James. Well, well the, the ratings are down for the finals. Well, I read that I don't think the ratings are down in the sport. I think the sport's doing great because really? of all this drama. The sport, okay. I think the sport is very healthy. I'll disagree with you. I, I think the I think ratings are up. Uh, uh, um, the lottery ratings were extremely high to see where Zion was going to go. But this final, yes, you're talking about a team that everybody's seen thousands of times already in Golden State against Toronto. And remember, the rating doesn't count with the Canada, the Canadian. True, numbers. but I will I will disagree because I, I did read. I mean, I agree, but I did read TNT's ratings throughout the year were lower than I think the late '90s. I I am positive I read that, and and hmm, okay. yeah. So I'm just I, I remember reading that. Um, I always thought I, I always thought the NBA was doing pretty well, and yes, I think the numbers definitely went down this year with LeBron being on the West Coast. Yeah, and then you know the Lakers from basically March and April were non-existent, and so. Yeah. That that it does hurt the league when he's not in. Well, we have uh, to we, the playoffs for sure. We, we got to help the ratings of this podcast, so we have to start talking about Beyonce. I mean, that's really that's the reason why people tuned in the other day because of Beyonce, right? This is this is apparently an emergency Ed Cohen podcast. <laughs> it is uh, uh, that, well, that that, he, that you text me yesterday. Well, hold on, let me tell your listeners. Yeah, sure. Or viewers or whatever we're on. Uh, you, we're we're on Playboy. You text me. You text me yesterday, like podcast right now. I'm like, oh shit, this guy. <laughs> You know, and, and you're an, and for your audience to know, Eddie is not a one-word texter, nor is he a one-text texter. You're very similar to me. You'll you'll go line, but you'll send me five in a row. Yeah, it reads like, better. A, like you're you're a you're a super texter, and uh, <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that, and I I, I respect that. But uh, we had to talk about it because you're right. Game three is in the books. Uh, when's game four? Is that tonight? tonight. It's tonight. That's why this has to go up. We got to get this live for the thousands of listeners to <laughs> to get this going. But like game three, okay. So I don't, I don't even remember the score. I don't even remember if the Raptors blew them out. I know yeah, they Toronto they... won. But game three's all been about the Warriors minority owner that shoved Kyle Lowry and this ridiculousness with Beyonce, Jay Z, and one of the Warriors' yeah. other owners' wives. Let me just tell the quick story. So basically, yeah. Beyonce and Jay Z were invited to the game by the Warriors' owner and his and his wife. They've invited them a few times. Curran, the... is that her name? Yes, Curran, thank you. So um, they're sitting courtside, and this is the story that I've read on a few news sources that apparently Jay-Z, or she gets a drink for Jay-Z, Curran, and she does, because it's so loud, she doesn't hear the drink order completely, and so she leans in slightly to, uh, and, it, and she ends up leaning in slightly towards Beyonce, and there's this little look that she gives, but I don't even think it was really even that bad. It could have been a look of, oh, maybe your breath smells, or, well, you sort of got a little closer than I anticipated. But she was merely asking him if, if he wanted a lime in his drink. And so somehow this gets into social media, this, this look of Beyonce's. And then people, Beyonce's fans, start looking for Curran, the owner's wife, on Instagram. Yeah. 
I just typed in while you were talking, Curran, just Curran into yes, Google. Yes. This is a test. I'm doing this for you. So this, thank I you. I just typed Curran in and Nicole and People Magazine, Cosmo, TMZ. Yes. Like all I had to type in was Curran, C-U-R-A-N, and it's immediately all about this poor Nicole This Curran. is basically based on a look of, not even an, an, a, an action or a, a look that she gave, and I didn't even think it was a big deal, of right. me. And, and so people go to this woman's Instagram page and start trolling her all day, death threats, to the point where she has to take her account down because they're all thinking that maybe she, oh, this is great. One thing I read is that possibly she was trying to like flirt with Jay-Z or something. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that's what she's doing. She's inviting Beyonce and Jay-Z to their game and then flirting with Jay-Z. It's just so fucking stupid. Right, and she was sitting, so if we're talking about where they were sitting, you had beyond you had Jay Z on the far right, Beyonce yep. in the middle, and this Nicole Curran on the left. Yes. So if she's going to try and get with Jay Z, <laughs> I don't think she would be leaning over Beyonce like, ah, you know. I mean, yes. it's so stupid. But what was really sad, and what kind of got you and I started on this discussion, was I saw Ramona Shelburne from ESPN's tweet. And Ramona's like a really nice person. She's she yeah. does a great job. She's I think she's based out of L. A. Uh-huh. She's, she's doing the L. A. Laker thing now. Yeah, but she's 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 a good NBA reporter and 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 whatever. So she tweeted out that uh, Nicole Curran basically she talked to Nicole Curran. Yeah, that was a good you know a good reporting. I'm gonna call the source and Nicole basically cried to her on the phone and said, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, I have to suspend my Instagram account. I'm so shattered and 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 um, uh, uh, heartbroken right now and and really stunned because I've been attacked." And, <laughs> and, and she's she probably like, "For what?" And she's like, for what? Why? She, right. probably, she had no idea. Like yes. she literally got, she said she got home from the game and her phone blew up or maybe she was in the car ride home and <laughs> her phone was all about from friends and anybody saying, what were you doing? What's going on? Oh my God, you're getting hammered on social media because, you know, Beyonce kind of shoulder shrugs you, whatever. Can you be, but, but then people attacking her so much so that she has to suspend her account. Well, and it's kind of what you and I talked about the last time I was on your show. I mean. And social and I just and I tweeted out I quote tweeted Ramona's tweet and I wrote what is wrong with you right and that's what I saw that and it's so the timing is interesting because I watched the Tina Fey David Letterman interview last night and they were talking about Saturday Night Live and David he, Letterman well David Letterman has his interview show on Netflix oh okay yeah you're it. yeah you're, you don't even watch I'm Netflix watching. you're out of it right no I watch uh, I'm a I'm a Stephen Colbert fan and okay. so like so he inter- well this this so he's talking to her about like could you do SNL now and you know or do you miss it and she's like are you kidding it's like a it's it's a a walking landmine right now you cannot be a comedian because if you say you can't say anything or else you are going to uh, 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 basically a bomb is gonna blow up in your face and that's wow. that is literally the culture that we live in now because there's this world of people on social media that are looking to attack anybody they can and the more famous you are um look out yeah no and, and look this nicole Curran is obviously not famous no, and no one and it, it you know it, it's not hard for somebody that is at a game or watching a game to figure out who that is try to match it uh, I don't know what the announcers said on the game. Did they say who she was? Uh, did Mike Breen or any of those guys say, "Oh, there's Jay Z and uh, and uh, I said Rihanna"? Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> I know. Beyonce people, uh, yes. Jay Z and Beyonce, and then they're with Nicole Kern or they're with the owner's wife. I don't know what they said. I again, I didn't see it, but I saw the video later. It's it's sad. It's it's I, can't, I mean, 
and this guy that shoved Kyle Lowry. Well, uh, well I'm going to get into that he, in a second. We'll get into that in a second. Right, right. But I mean, this, so is anyone going to talk about the game, or are we just going to talk about what happened in the stand? No, I, I don't. I don't certainly want to talk about the game. I'm hoping that something like this happens tonight, so we have something else to talk about. For... Well, if you saw the Boston Bruins, yes, yeah. last night, and again, I don't watch. A ton of hockey, and I know I'm in Detroit, which is hockey town. Right. Um, Red Wings haven't been good in a long time. Uh, I'm not. I'm not really into Bruins Blues. I, I caught a little bit of it a few nights ago, but last night, no one's talking about the fact that I think St. Louis is up now three games to two. I don't even know. Uh, what, I don't so even they, know what hockey they, is. So you, I they've never won a cup. Okay. They're going back to St. Louis for game six, I believe. But there was this fight in the stands between Bruins fans last night, and that was all over. So I saw more of that well, video placed on Twitter than I saw any highlights of, of but, any goals. I couldn't even name a This goes down, and this will transition to the Kyle Lowry thing and human nature. For whatever reason, like Colin Cowherd, who's got like, I don't know, maybe a million followers. I'm just guessing. You're, um, he retweeted that fight going on in the bot like yeah. and I'm thinking to myself why are you retweeting that because that's actually adding more fuel to the fire when you were retweeting a fight to 5 million followers why why are you retweeting that as opposed to I don't know tweeting something that's actually informational or more uplifting because when people see that fighting going on I actually think it's creating more anger in people than than if you just never even right. saw it Right. So if Colin, who's got, like you said, and, and I'll look up his Twitter right now, but if you're looking at, uh, you know, I mean, he's obviously a very popular national radio host that mostly talks sports. Colin, I would say uh, he's got 1.3 million followers on Twitter. Okay. So he retweets the Bruins fan fight. You're right. And you said informational and worthwhile. But to be honest, how much on social media now really is informational and worthwhile? And how much is it just entertaining? Yeah. Okay? The, the NHL, you know... You're in L.A., they have a team. I'm in Detroit, they have a team. More people today at the water cooler, and that was always like a gauge when I was in radio, was what are they talking about the water cooler? Yeah. I don't even know, or, or coffee machine or whatever they said. Um, how many people are really talking about, oh, did you see the uh, Zdeno Chara for the Bruins played with his uh, jaw wired shut? No one no one gives a shit. Yeah. But are they, but are they going to talk about this fight between two Bruins fans that really got it? I mean, yes. of course, everybody got their phones, so immediately someone videos. What's, uh, what's crazy is uh, that everybody's everybody's videotaping it, but nobody's actually stopping it. It's just so it's so disturbing. That, that that I hate to see. And I was in. I'm trying to remember where I was. I might have been in Indianapolis recently, and I saw. You're right. It was it was a. It was a dog that was running away from. Is that your cat back there? Yeah, scratching? everything's going uh, going insane. That's good stuff. That's part of the. That's part of the show. <laughs> right, right. Um, I think I was in Indy, and someone's dog was running away from the owner. And instead of somebody going to try to pick up the dog, you're right. There was this girl that thought it was funny and was taping it on her phone. And I was like, I told my kids, I'm like, if either of you don't help the person, and yeah. then you put it on your phone so that you can put a, a post it on your Instagram or Snapchat, I'm going to kill both of you. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, and that's what, you're right. No one's breaking up the fight, but everybody's taping. Oh, yeah, because it's just, it's it's uh, entertaining. You know, everybody, it's all about being entertaining and spreading this vitriolic behavior everywhere we can. And Colin Cowherd, who, you yes. know, I listen to, he's there he is spreading it. He, he is working, like, why is Fox not saying to him, what are you doing 
sharing that bullshit to your 1.3 million followers. That is that to me is what's just fucked up. Um, right. So but that would but that would get a ton of more retweets. I know, but likes that, I know, but that's if he said that if he retweeted like a cool goal from the Bruins. <laughs> yes. It's, it, so this you leads know. me. This leads to the last segment because you know I have to go. You have to go, and um, and yeah, um, and my cats are going to break down the door. <laughs> <laughs> so this leads me to the Kyle Lowry story. So there's there, there's some different elements here that I want to talk about. I even want to talk about LeBron James. Um, I want to preface this whole thing by saying I don't condone what the owner did. He shouldn't have pushed him. He shouldn't have even touched him. It's just, Correct. and I actually, he was fined five hundred thousand dollars. Mark Stevens. Mark Stevens. You're you're yes. doing. You're a great producer. I'm just looking it up. I'm <laughs> cheating. I have the phone's right here. No, it's great. I have a pop, pop socket. Some people say, "Why do you have a pop socket on your phone?" Is because so I can rest it down when I'm watching the tribe game. Sometimes on my phone, I yeah. let's say I'm at. Everybody, go ahead. No, so, Mark Stevens. Yeah. so yeah, Mark Stevens. So he's fined five hundred thousand dollars. He's banned for a year, which I actually agree with. I think that makes sense. My issue is is the reaction. Rachel Nichols for ESPN is now writing in her story. She's calling it a hard shove. LeBron James is going all over the place, saying that he should be banned for life. That he should be fined. God knows how much. And I, I'm not condoning. And the, oh, and then, then then the reporters the day after are talking to Kyle Lowry as if he was punched in the face by like five or six people. And then LeBron right, James. Right, right. And then LeBron James then tweets yesterday. You know, if if Kyle Lowry would have gone into his office and shoved him, he would be thrown into jail. I mean, all of these things. Oh, I know. Are creating. Again, I'm not condoning the the shove. It, it was no. it was basically a gentle little tap. I mean, come on. And people are talking. Well, I don't know if it was a gentle. tap. It wasn't a tap, it was, but it certainly but it was not it. Right. It was not this two hand. It, it wasn't this excessive shove. And and then right. and then Pete, the reporters are. How did you deal with that, Kyle? And God, how were you able to handle that in in that moment? And let's bring us. It is insane the way that people are talking about this. And basically. I I just I don't know. Everybody just is. What's I don't even know what to say. It's just the reaction is well, crazy. Let me tell you. Let me say this. I know this for a fact because I've been down at, at these games. I've been courtside, whatever. Work it, with my work in the media in the past, at least. What these guys go through, it is rough. Yeah. What they hear every night, whether it's a December game, Raptors at Brooklyn, okay, or it's Raptors at. Memphis, the stuff they hear about their kids, about their moms, about their wives, yeah, about themselves, and I'm not talking about n bombs, and I know those that does come up, but just you know, when Russell Westbrook got into it with that fan in Utah, so the shit that they hear constantly, yeah, but for ten, for ten so twenty million dollars a year, are you similar, similar, similarly to a um, a celebrity in the movies? Right, you got to accept it. You got to. I mean, I'm not. not I'm not. You have to. It's part of the deal. I'm not condoning it. I think the shove is bad. You can't do that, especially if you're the owner, co-owner of, uh, or minority owner of the Warriors. I mean, you were. You were. You're an idiot. You are an idiot for touching a player. You. You're right. But you're right. The 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 questioning of Kyle Lowry, like, um, and I think I saw somebody yesterday asked him and said, okay. Let's let's clear up what he exactly said. Did he say, you know, get the blank out of here? Whatever it was, the, the wording, correct. But for Lowry, who I think has handled this great, 
Yes. He really has. He's he's a class kid. A class kid. He's just like, yeah, this is what he said, and and, and he's in the midst of a game of the finals. Jumps into the crowd, and then this guy shoves him. Of course, he's going to get up and react like, "Hey, get the kick this guy out! He shoved me." Yeah. But yes, some of the others to pile on and say it was like he got punched in the face, and and he's going to be banned for life. And the guy came out and at least apologized. Yes. Well, that's Mark Stevens has said, "I screwed up. I accept." How many times are we now seeing in society? No one ever apologizes for anything. Nobody ever takes any ownership of of anything. Uh, It goes way up to the very top. Of society, and I don't want to turn this into a political discussion, but let's let's be honest. Our our our, our you know commander in chief never says he's sorry. No, ever. no, never, never, never says. You know what I did? I mean, he says Meghan Markle is nasty, and he goes, "I never said that." And they're like, "Here's the audio, dummy. You yeah. said it." How about just going? Yeah, I said that. I, I probably it was probably not my best work. No, no, deny, deny, deny for everybody. So for this guy Stevens to say, "I messed up." Yes, I accept my one-year ban, and I'm really sorry. But that's that that's, I that I like. That's that the I, but that's what's scary is the world we live in today. You can I mean I don't know Mark Stevens from from anything. I I've never even heard of the guy. Either um, and all the work that he did for fifty years, fifty-five years. I don't know. Maybe he didn't work at all. Maybe all the money was handed to him. I don't know anything about him. But in that moment, that moment could have ruined the rest of his life. It's very possible. His life is over from that shove, cameras, um, the media's swarming and, and human nature now swarming on anything they can to bring attention. Uh, his life could be over. He at least messed up and admitted it and did something. This Going back to the Nicole Curran story, I just feel so horrible for her that she's getting viciously attacked for asking somebody a question if he wanted a lime in his drink and, and then... And then, you know, people slow down these camera shots. They show Beyonce. They think she's rolling her eyes. They think she's shro- shoulder shrugging this woman. And, you know, at least, at least Stevens effed up and is apologizing. And it's part of the story. It's part of the game when Lowry went into the stands. This other thing is, is so ridiculous. Yeah. But it's the power of social media. It is, like you said, the game was boring. So this is a bigger story than the actual game. Uh, did you did you ever think like because Kyle Lowry plow, plowed into some woman into the stands? Did, I was just wondering if anybody ever thought asked, about asked if she was okay. Asked if she was okay. Right. I mean, she, he literally plowed into her like with all of his force, and nobody he didn't go over to her and, and say, "Hey, are, are you doing okay?" Or nobody. Uh, it's just funny. It's funny what people pay attention to. And I also think that I wonder if we're going to reach a time, especially in the NBA, where they're going to be putting up almost like plexiglass or see-through boards around yeah. around the, the fans on the uh, uh, court side. I, I, you know, because you're right. At any point, at any given time, a, a fan could stick out his foot and trip a player. Mm. Uh, anything. No, I stop look, a fast break. It is a it's I, a it, luxury. You know, and everybody said, and, and you know, I was in the it, I was in the building in 2000. Uh, um, the Malice in the Palace. Five, yes, for the 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 or it was the old four oh five season. Uh for for the you know Malice of the Palace. And I mean it was a shining moment for Detroit and Indiana. It, for it sure. was it was scary. Yes. I mean, it was just scary and you know, they cleared that building out. I was going up to do my post game show on the radio at the at the bar that we usually did it in in the building. They ended up clearing out the building. I ended up they wanted me gone. And I'm like, no, I'm gonna do this show. I have yeah. and they you know, it was but nowadays, you're right, with fans, I'm not saying this is, this is the norm now, but now fans getting involved, and like we said, Westbrook with the fan in Utah, this is, you know, 
Drake putting yeah. his hands on Nick Nurse and, and screaming at Draymond after the first game. This is this is par for the course now. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking a couple things just to close the show. Maybe social media uh, is is allow will allow something like the malice in the palace to never happen because people can just go vomit all of, like all the pent up anger that people have they can just go to social media and vent it there instead of uh, ever imagining creating a fight at a at a live sporting event but I don't think that's gonna ever happen. That's that's an interesting point. And like you know for you know, an example of football right now in Detroit, uh, Matt Harrison, he's the defensive tackle for the Lions. He's uh, uh, he's kind of holding out. He wants more money, so he didn't show up for minicamp. And you're right, guy. People are tweeting to him, and he's retweeting or he's quote tweeting these tweets. Oh, you're a bum. Get you sign the contract. Go to work. You know, I could never just not show up at my job. And these guys like are, are all writing back. And it's almost like you watch that. You hear, you see the snacks tweets. Yeah. You see Kevin Dur- Kevin Durant. Why are you responding? I know. It's well, that's it's just he. It's a sign of insecurity. That's what's I going guess, on. Yeah. You know, but but it's tough not to respond of to course. a fan that pushes you. That's why Kyle Lowry, I thought he handled himself well. He immediately was like, he did. Well, what is this? And pointed the guy out and eventually they took him out. So Yeah. And now his life is over. I don't know if his life is over, Eddie, but <laughs> he, he's not. He's not going to be going to games. No, uh, he's not. Five and seven in Toronto. I, look again. I'm not. Con- you, you shouldn't be fighting at the stands. You shouldn't be pushing. You shouldn't be touching players. And and, and the, it is a really cool to end the show. It is great that you know we can sit courtside. That fans can get so close to the action. I do think there's a great relationship generally between fan and player. I I, I don't know. I think because the NBA should be. Um, lauded for the fact that I don't know I think there's some trust I think there's trust between fan and player unfortunately there's some bad seeds out there that can just freaking ruin the experience for everybody And I, right. I, if, I, if you're thinking about a whole season so let's say LeBron James plays 82 games he plays 8 preseason games so that's 90 you take a couple you minus 6 or 7 for load management right. so now we're down to 83 there's 83 times he's out there and you're right there are people sitting just you know, inches or feet away from him. Yeah, and not everybody likes him. So you figure, even in Durant going to Toronto, there, you know, let's say he gets out on the floor in this series, you know, he's kind of a marked man. So yeah. there isn't one person that's going to upset him or even try to like put their hands on him. You're right, there is a trust factor there. The, the ticket tells you, you know, on the back of the ticket at least, you know, you you, you can't can't touch the players. <laughs> no shoving. No trespass. Whatever it is. Yeah. So, you're right. I guess there is the trust factor there, but unfortunately, when you're a team owner, you know, and let's call it what it is, this was a buttoned-up white guy with a lanyard around his neck for VIP access, and he shoves a, an African American player. You got to you got to ask some questions for sure. Yeah. Well, Matt, emergency podcasts. Uh, appreciate you, <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you coming on the. So, who's gonna? I mean, uh, who's gonna win tonight? Uh, well, what, Clay Thompson's back? You I don't know. Figure, I, I gotta, heard, is he back? I heard 50. The, yeah, I think they said he's right. you okay. got to figure Golden State will tie it up tonight, okay. right? Yeah, I think so. And then what do you think? I think this thing, it's going seven. And what's Beyonce, are you interested in uh, Beyonce? What, is she going to be showing are up they the gonna game? Be, are they going to be there tonight? <laughs> I don't or no? know. I'm not sure. They're probably going to watch it at home tonight. <laughs> I would I would think so. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize Jay-Z's hair was so long. It was, his hair was poofing out of his uh, his hat. Yeah, well, he's uh, going for a new look. He's probably got a new yeah. record coming out or something. Um, well, Matt Derry, uh, Derry... Yeah, he, hasn't, he hasn't done a lot of music lately. No, no. Well, it's because his wife is, like, killing it. I mean, she's... Have you seen that? you got to go check her Netflix special out. It's ridiculous. 
You and Netflix, you're doing like a free, free, uh, free <laughs> Actually, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, by the way, Matt can be found on Twitter. Uh, oh, great. Yeah, great. Thanks. What? What do you know, Darren? Well, you, you don't want me to promote it. You don't want to pretend that this even existed. <laughs> Terry, <laughs> at Terry Speaks on Twitter. Uh, any, e, what? Yes, D-E-R-Y Speaks. Speaks. Correct. And for people that don't know how to spell Speaks, it's S-P-E-A-K-S, oh, at, at Terry Speaks. And um, what's the deal? Anything new going on in Detroit? Are any new shows for you or no? Uh, I'm hosting, still host the Locked On Lions podcast if you like football. Uh, the Pistons Wired Wired Pistons podcast at Pistons.com. That's their official podcast. Uh, and also the Dairy Brothers Tribecast. Oh, that's I, right. My latest venture with me and my brother, uh, Todd talking Cleveland Indians baseball. It's been a rough start. Yeah, yeah, like Zach Mize. Your mom watches all the games, so we just had Zach on. Yeah. Uh, uh, was it last week? Yeah, uh-huh. so. That's a big deal. He's a good guy, Zach Mize. Cool. writes for The Athletic. So. Yeah. Do you, do you subscribe to The Athletic, by the way? Do you no, subscribe? the idea of spending money for, for to that. Read articles? That's, come on, get get over yourselves. That's ridiculous. Well, they, but they have hired some really good Yeah, and I, I agree with you. I, 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 but I just, I'll, no. I'm not, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> 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 All right, brother. So there you go. Thanks for coming on the show, the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral Emergency Podcast. It's when sports meets social when sports when sports meets social media. Matt Derry is my go-to guy because he's locked in with sports. So I got to get his angle on what's going on. Orange, so, Orange High School class in 1991, representing. Yep. Thank you so much, man. Um, All right, buddy. Go, go Raptors. Bye.